You know something's up. Wait, that was flat. Flat. <laughs> flat. So flat. You know something's up when it's episode two. You know something's up, something's up, yes, it's true. Why is this world constantly humorous? Because something's up. <laughs> Maybe cut that last part. The rest was great. Something's up. That was our intro. <laughs> Coming in hot up to what up, what up? It's Mimsy Bach and Hess Express in the, his house. Which, Hess, don't come for me, please. I don't have money for litigation. <laughs> Sponsored please. by Hess Truck. No, 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 we're not. <laughs> Maybe someday, because I would love it. Hess Truck's back and it's better than ever. Never left. Um. Yeah, so... Again, we're back to recap. What a week. What a week. What a world, really. Yeah. Have you been doing anything else uh, festive so far? Any? What about you? Are you still Grinchin? Full-blown Grinchin. I don't know. I've been watching <laughs> some movies. Like, I watched uh, Christmas Vacation. I love <gasps> that one. That's my favorite. Yeah, I love. So, that's a classic. I love that Elaine is the yuppie neighbor. Yeah. That's, like, another classic. <laughs> I think we should be the that couple for Halloween. The yuppie couple? Yes. Yeah, I mean, we probably should. They're horrible. They're hor- extremely irritating. I love that scene when they <laughs> break everything in their yeah. home. But I was watching it with Mike, and I was like, yeah, that you are the yuppie neighbors. You would riot if some guy's RV pulled up and parked in front of <laughs> the street he'd throw a fit and they were pumping their shit into their sewer like you would Karen out totally well he's a Larry David yeah full blown <laughs> oh I forgot I did watch a Christmas movie like two nights ago the new Christmas story where it's the grown-up boy and he looks exactly the same you couldn't remember Ralphie <laughs> Ralphie <laughs> um I enjoyed it it was cute and it made me think of you know some child stars are still working. Some get lost in the in the mix on the, along the way. So I was proud of him for <laughs> for doing it for the resurgence. I liked it too. Um, I mean, no spoilers, but I didn't like <laughs> they kill someone like right off the bat. They killed someone. Did I miss that? Well, yeah. Like the, oh, the grandfather, the dad. Yeah, the dad. Who had like some of the best lines in the original Christmas story when he's kicking the furnace or the hot water heater or whatever it is. He was a good character. Yeah. He loved Christmas a lot. Um, Yeah, but I'm just looking forward to that that holiday PTO. It's coming up real soon. Ew, stop talking about work. (laughs) That's my life, unfortunately. But that's why we do this podcast, everybody. (laughs) Got a quick puke real quick. So into what's on everybody's minds, White Lotus finale. So (laughs) she keeps making fun of every single thing I've said so far. I have not. It's just the broadcast journalism coming out in little snippets. It's It's entertaining for me. It comes naturally. (laughs) Um, So yeah, obviously we have to recap it. So um, all of our predictions were wrong. Didn't get a single thing right. <laughs> when watching, I was like, oh, we were wrong on that. We were wrong on that. But I like that we were wrong. I like that it was kind of a misdirect. Mm-hmm. I think we, for too long, thought like Tanya was safe and like no one would touch her and she would stick around. I truly didn't think anything would happen to her. And she's such a great character. I thought she'd be on the next season, but she was the one to go. 
No, I was obsessed with her. I loved her grabbing that bag and running into what she thought was the bathroom and like <laughs> sobbing and trying to get herself together. And then her just being a low-key sharpshooter with her eyes closed, full-blown sobbing. Yeah. I felt seen in that moment. I felt like that's probably how I would be in that moment, except all of my shots would miss and <laughs> they would all gang up on me and throw me over the boat. I was expecting her to miss every shot, but she did it. Yeah. And I love how with like Quentin's last dying breath, she's like, is Greg cheating on me? And like screaming at him. <laughs> I feel so like her. that's something you would do. You'd so be like, by the way, <laughs> tell me right now before you die. Is my husband cheating on me? <laughs> how hot am I? Yeah. <laughs> no, I loved her little scurry around the boat. That was iconic. And like the one she was speaking to the captain. Mm-hmm. She's like, Did you make your little cap? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, of course, in true Tanya fashion, she did everything and then she's trying so hard and she just falls right off that boat. I loved it, though. I saw some interview with Mike White and he's like, yeah, to me, it would just be so funny if she like somehow kills everyone and you think she's going to get away with it. And then she dies a derpy little death. And I yeah. And I was like, I love that because, of course, that's not so on brand for Tanya to be like, oh, I'm almost in the clear. And oops, whoopsie, took a little slip. I feel like also that would happen to me. I'd, I'd have a Relatable. little... F- take it to a little tumble. T- yeah. Like- <laughs> Tanya takes a tumble. <laughs> Tanya takes a tumble. Shout out to my favorite video on YouTube of all time, Scarlet Takes a Tumble. It is iconic. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Uh, yeah. She's... <laughs> There's a woman standing on a tabletop, belting it out, and that table breaks, and she flips backwards with their legs in the air. One of the best hope she's doing well wherever she I is. I hope she's thriving somewhere. Thriving Still there, singing, Scarlet. singing strong. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what else with the White Lotus? Um, I, it's kind of annoying to me that like nothing bad happened to Portia, even though she kept making every bad decision. Lucky. Like, why didn't she just, she had so many opportunities to run away from Jack. She was getting sketchy feelings about him. And then she waits until they're both in a locked car to like, <laughs> ask him what's up and why is he fucking his uncle <laughs> that was the best line too <laughs> the best line. So, <laughs> kind of fucking his uncle well, you know he was kind of fucking his uncle i screenshotted that meme and i look at it often i mean you got to. um yeah she was real lucky and like there were just so many instances where she was like i don't think i have my phone <laughs> do you know where my phone is yeah, so like you probably should have left at that point, but she Yeah, and like she when survived. she stole his phone to call Tanya, it's like maybe just run, just run away with the phone. Why are you like still <laughs> in the same vicinity as him? I don't get it. But I was glad he was like, "Listen, you're smart. Use your brain. Take take a plane and get out of here." And yeah, she did. Do something. And then she ends up with my Albie. And they're Ugh. both a hot mess. Like. Two shamps in this world. <laughs> but I love how she was like, when they're talking at the end in the airport, and they realize they both got played, and Albie's like, yeah, she played me. And then Portia's like, well, he was deranged. And it's like, all right, <laughs> he was well, deranged. hopefully you guys will learn something from this. Good luck to you both. Yeah, maybe they'll call each other and be real human beings and figure out the lessons learned from this hot mess of an experience you're really you're really putting that wish out for them i hope hope the best for those two um and then obviously the ending i really liked lucia and mia frolicking away laughing yeah. into the sunset i love they that knew the guy the whole time yeah i love that the locals win like they win against the taurus they sure did 
Yeah, I liked that a lot. But Ethan and Daphne, do you think they fucked on that island? I, this is explicit, but I think that he got a blowjob. I love how you know, like, that level of detail in your head. You're like, <laughs> that's where it ended. Nothing, it went, didn't go beyond I that. feel like that's what happened. I just, that's just what I picture. <laughs> picture? <laughs> oh, I pictured it. No, uh, something went down and... When um, Ethan and Harper, were, I'm so proud of us, by the way, for knowing names now. Ethan and Harper were having dinner, <laughs> and she had one single tear coming down her cheek, and then yeah, because um, I think he told her yeah something happened. something happened. So, but you know what? It all worked out because they had their steamy makeup. I <sighs> see. I don't know because. Is this just like all a story about them turning into Cameron and Daphne? Like now they're just like, yeah, whatever. Well, I think they took a little bit of that as just a way to find each other again. It's not like they'll continue acting that way, but it seemed like it worked. They needed some spark. I feel like you're zhuzhing up a lot of toxic behavior. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they were absolutely dormant, dry as the dickens. They needed something. I'm not I'm not pro toxic behavior by any means, but I'm glad they were at least a, a bit more intimate towards the end. I mean, all right, let's see. <laughs> we'll see. I like all the rumors already spinning, and they're like, "Oh, Daphne's gonna be pregnant with his baby, and that's his gonna, baby. He's gonna she's gonna have another kid who's not Cameron's." And I'm like, "All right, <laughs> she just never has Cameron's child." Yeah, I mean, all right, works. It's worked for them so far. That's so. probably a good thing for the world. I forgot my other um, favorite parts is when Tanya and Portia are on that phone call and you can see them like <laughs> I love that. slowly putting stuff together. And t- Tanya has that line where she's like, Greg, he doesn't know any gay guys in Sicily. What? What's happening? <laughs> but he actually did. They planned the whole damn thing because they were scammers. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what we think happened. But I feel like you don't really get any real confirmation. I mean, that mob guy was probably going to kill her on the smaller boat. But I like how there wasn't really any clear confirmation that that was what was going to go down. But it was pretty obvious. Like there was yeah. the rope. There was the, <laughs> the I love gun. when she opens the bag and she's just pulling it out. And it's like, <laughs> rope. Gone. <laughs> and it's so fun. I, she's just so great where when she's in the room and it's obviously like a scary situation for her, but just her co- physical comedy or he's like, that's not a bathroom. And she's like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, God love her. Once again, relatable. Just, you know, feel like that would have been me in that situation. <laughs> so overall, we enjoyed it. I think it was just so well done. So, uh, Mike White, he just keeps one-upping himself, so I'm looking forward to season three. Yeah, I mean, hopefully there'll be another reoccurring character, because I like that idea that, yeah. like, one character kind of brings it over to the next season, and then maybe, you know, wild card, they stay or they go. I like that. I like that. Well, you know, tonight um, is what you've been waiting for, what you've been counting Amen. down for. <laughs> All right, I love me some Disney, and... I like R&B singers quite a bit. So combining the two is excellent. Her, introducing her, (laughs) which I also (laughs) always love that. She's in Beauty and the Beast. It's premiering tonight. And of course, I shed a couple tears listening on loop to her on Jimmy Fallon playing the ukulele and singing tales all this time. Of course. (laughs) So beautiful. Didn't you see just let her shred that on guitar though? Ooh, she is good. I love her. Yeah, she's, she's talented. She's an amazing guitarist. Um, she plays it all. 
And didn't you see <laughs> this weird promo? Like yeah, why promo shot with is, Josh Groban? So, yeah, Josh Groban's pay, playing the Beast, <laughs> and why the hell is he in like a Beast themed exoskeleton? They got this <laughs> man in like a full Transformer suit that looks like the Beast. Why? Why they do that? Are they trying to imitate an action movie? I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> it's just he's for, a like, he's a buff beast. The stage production, but like I don't know. We'll see how it pans out tonight. But I have my doubts because it's like you see Josh Groban's little nerd face in the middle, and then it's like a full blown like beast exoskeleton surrounding it. <laughs> His little face, <laughs> with his a giant beast face suit. with glasses, <laughs> flying like glasses. Uh, well, I'll have to watch just for that. Well, I mean that, and I feel like you need to tune in because Shania is playing Mrs. I Potts. just realized that earlier today, and what a cast! I mean, we already talked about how much we love Shania, so Mrs. Potts, great character. <laughs> perfect i mean shania is much more attractive than how i would picture mrs potts but i'm glad they're kind of reinventing the, i know and i'm the sure the image. They'll, they'll give like a little shout out to angela lansbury oh. r.i.p because yeah she was the best i never actually saw or heard that but what that she died or did wait was she the singer in the movie isn't she Mrs. Potts in the original movie? I don't know. I thought you meant Broadway. I thought you were like no. <laughs> such a buff on the musical. I mean, I did see the musical twice, but... <laughs> Where? In New York? Yeah. Wow, we. I was a, a wee babe. Well, do you remember when we saw Sister Act the musical together? I mean, I'll never forget. <laughs> I also saw Legally Blonde the musical with my mom. I kind of wish I saw Legally Blonde and uh, Mean Girls. Oh, I would like to see Mean Girls. But the song in Legally Blonde is, oh my God, oh my God, you guys. Yeah, I mean, I had never, I haven't seen the musical, but I still always sing that all the time at <laughs> so random. so catchy. I it's sing it all the time. one of my stims. I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, you guys. Like at any <laughs> moment. I used to sing that in my last job all the time. Love it. I mean, yeah, if you have some good news to spread too, you just got to start it off. It's exciting. Um, yeah, thank you. Okay, she was the voice of Mrs. Potts. It was Angela Lansbury. I was not led astray. I can't even picture what Angela Lansbury looks like. Are you kidding me? Did, you, like. did your grandmother never watch Murder, She Wrote? No. She watched her stories. Um, well, Murder, She Wrote was part of my grandma's story, so I had to watch <laughs> it, and it was great. My grandma liked the OC, too. <laughs> she was deep up in stories. She was so funny, like... Hold up, but who was your grandma's favorite character on the OC? I don't know. She thought it was romantic. Was she Seth or Ryan? I think she liked Ryan better. By that tracks. The handsome boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, OC. That brings me back. I do for a rewatch. Um, what's your name doing? Marissa? Yes. I, I almost said Mariska. No, different person. <laughs> and made up name. <laughs> what's Marissa's last name again? um what's her real name no the real name her real name <laughs> oh misha barton yeah duh why are we blanking it's actually really sick how much perez hilton bullied her perez hilton should probably be in jail i keep so blocking mean. him on tiktok and he keeps like life finds a way he keeps finding me really? and then i see his face and i'm like block 
But didn't you used to always read his blog? Yeah, but like I was a product of that time where like that's where you went to get celebrity gossip. But like there were other websites I went to and he was definitely the meanest. So mean. Like he was always just like photoshopping shit on their faces and like calling them mean names. And it's funny. Lilo. Yeah. And it's funny to me now because he kind of fell off and you could tell he's like trying to rebuild and get that attention now on a different platform. But people aren't with it. They keep just saying like, no, get out of here, Perez. No one likes you. Yeah, he I think he just he did too much. And like, yeah, it was for his quote unquote brand or whatever it was. But he just was rude (laughs) to poor girls like Linz that we love and Misha, who we were just talking about. And also the number one fave Brit Brit. Well, and Paris, who's mean to all of them, even though he stole her full name. He was so mean to her. But um, speaking of Brit. I have some thoughts lately because obviously we've followed her whole journey and she seems to be doing okay, but like I'm still kind of confused with some posts and her husband, like I'm, I have suspicions about yeah, him. Yeah, I think I've always had suspicions about him. So yeah, like the, the more recent videos where he's just like filming, pretending like he's talking to her and, and she's not actually in the video like do yeah, you think she's like, actually babe, there babe babe come look at your birthday candles look how beautiful your birthday cake is and you just don't see her you just see like her empty ass house and it sounds like his voice is just echoing off the walls and you're like <laughs> he's talking to no one what is actually going on yeah what do you think he's doing like is he in on something i think yeah i think he's in on it which With her sucks dad? because like I feel like she genuinely likes him, but like something's not right. Obviously, I'm not a something's up. Something's up with that for sure. And like, obviously, I'm not in their relationship. I don't know how their life actually is, but I don't know. It feels sketchy to me and it feels like he's trying to portray an image out publicly that isn't what's really going on between them. That's thirsty. Yeah. So I'm just worried. (laughs) Some thirst going on. I'm, I'm worried too. I'm concerned. So hopefully she's safe and not getting goddamn scammed again because we just want her to be free. We want, we want a free Brit in this world. Um, speaking of just like significant others and weird relationships, (laughs) this brings me to another interesting thing that happened this week. We're talking about Drake's diamond necklace and it's some weird shit. So we're going to break it down for you. So yeah, he has this new necklace he had crafted and it's literally called Previous Engagements. Um, And all the diamonds are made up of, it's supposed to be like engagement rings. When he, anytime he thought about proposing to someone, there's like a diamond representing that. So it's a necklace he wears. Why did he want to remember all of these women? That's my biggest question. To me, this is just like, I don't know what's wrong with him. Like, why is he around? Like, oh, I'm going to wear a diamond representing each one of my failures. Like, (laughs) let me wear this big trophy that says, oh, look, I'm a big loser 42 times over. Like, he's just so emo. (laughs) He needs to relax. I failed (laughs) all of these women. (laughs) Didn't work out with any of them. I probably treated them like shit. (laughs) I acted like a complete fuckboy and douchebag over and over again. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm just kind of confused about that. Um, you think he'll, like, get off to that in some way? Like, will he be sad? Like, I'm wondering what emotion will come from wearing this type of necklace. I mean, if it's Drake, it's going to be some emotional response. He's constantly <laughs> He's in his feelings. That's all he knows. It's the Scorpio energy. He can't, oh. <laughs> he can't deal with it. He's an interesting one. 
I really haven't followed him much. He does he doesn't do it for me anymore. I used to think, you know, Kiki, do you love me? I was into that that phase, and now I'm just like don't really listen to anything he puts out there. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Kiki, oh my god. So, oh, I think it's time for our sexy, sexy crush of the week. <laughs> Who's your girl crush this week? Um, I guess my girl crush this week is going to be my favorite, uh, Z-Way. <laughs> she gets savage. I love her show. I think no one's doing it like she does it. And I love just like the way she's dragging these people to their face. I love that the only kind of guests that really give her any competition are when she has drag queens on, like uh, Bob and Katya were like the only people who could really I love them. I'm obsessed with Katya. I think she does. Katya and um, Trixie, Trixie, the two yeah. of them. I watch anything they're in. I feel like they would understand me just on We'd a be cosmic level. <laughs> we would laugh our goddamn ass off. But yeah, I love Z-Way. I love how she's dragging these people into the depths of the earth. Um, I watched one of her most recent episodes with Blake Griffin. And yeah, she was just dragging him for being a monotone robot. And he <laughs> went along with it. She doesn't hold back. She's just like calling people out on colonialism. And she's like, you know, that PC culture. All of that she brings to light, but she does it in a really funny way, and the guests are all for it, so I like that. All iconic guests, for sure. Good guests. And she, I mean, we got to support uh, local talent, as she is from Lawrence, Massachusetts. Oh, Lawrence, okay. She's from Lawrence. All right. Yeah, so that's a good, that's a good crush. So my crush of the week, I'd say, is the one and only Kiki Palmer. Woo, what, what a personality on that one. And she fine. <laughs> so obviously, nope. Really enjoyed that. She, she just like, no matter if she's on the red carpet, whatever she's, she's on or in, she shines. She's, she got that star quality and she's freaking hilarious. Her iconic Angela Bassett impression. Yes, that's so good. <laughs> um, but she was on good old SNL recently. And Jess and I are people who, no matter what, will always watch some SNL. Like the next day we'll catch up and it's always entertaining. I, eh, I don't know about always, but yeah, I feel like <laughs> I'm conditioned to watch it. Maybe not weekly, but it's always something we care about and respect. And like, you know, we love a Kristen Wiig. Not always respect. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we love the greats. Um, who's your, who would you say is your favorite SNL character or person? I mean, fully unprompted. I'm going to have to go Sherry O'Terry, Molly Shannon, yes. and probably Kristen Wiig. I do love Bill Hader too, but yes. I don't know. I don't know if he can um, reach that top three. That That's a solid that's top three. That's a solid one. I mean, and I do obviously love Chris Farley. Well, I was going to say my absolute number one. Chris Farley is everything to me. He's RIP. I love him so much. I probably would have tried to marry him if he was still alive. What about your other obsession who was on SNL? Will Ferrell? Yeah. Of course. Like <laughs> <laughs> I talked a lot about Will Ferrell in the last episode. I'm obsessed. So what's your power ranking? Is Will Farley. number one? Oh, Farley's number one. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Then Will. And then I need a woman. I mean. You can use one of mine. Oh, well, I really love Tina Fey. 
Tina. I'm I'm all I'm Tina all the time. I mean, she was mostly a writer. She was weekly update, but like I just love her so much. So she's my number three. Controversial take. Oh, what do you think about that? I don't know. Some of her writing has come under fire lately, but we like have what? to go. Oh, in a props? Like 30 Rock that, stuff? But I guess like her treatment of a certain type of character sometimes isn't always the best. Just sit. Let's spill it out. Like what exactly are you talking about? Well, I mean, she's kind of come under fire lately. And like there's a lot of clips, unfortunately, to support it in the way she treats um, a lot of the Asian characters she writes. It's oh. not always the best. Well, you know what? Going back into like the early 2000s, there's a lot of shit that could never fly. Like <laughs> The Office. Like I've watched every episode of the office several several times and like that would be canceled right off the bat a lot of racism i think mindy kaling said something like to that effect lately but it's funny because the trope with a lot of modern tv writing is that like everyone's just trying to rewrite the office yeah pretty much Mm -hmm. so that's (laughs) that's a positive thing um yeah, so anyway, Kiki is <laughs> my crush, and she was on SNL. And the musical guest was, actually, this, I would say she's one of my crushes too, SZA. Woo! So I have loved her music since she came out, and she also is really sexy. She's a great dancer. She's really cool. She's down to earth, it seems. So I've been bumping her album throughout the day. I'm enjoying it. Um but yeah, on SNL, what? <laughs> well, I just love that like her album just came out and people were like so ready for a follow up to Control. They're like begging her for new music. And the only song that's trending right now is her parody song, like her joke song from SNL. <laughs> Not Nothing from SOS, just this song, which I feel like, you know, is hitting a nerve with you, like in a good way, though. You can relate to this song so i didn't actually listen to it in full but you, the second you sent it to me i was like oh yeah i i can totally relate so what is this song called big boy they call it big boy or they call it cuffin season and big it's boys this is being like it's cuffin season and all the girls are needing they need a big boy i want a big boy give big me boy. a big boy Yeah, so <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be a hot take right now. I'm married right now. He's this was previous before. <laughs> yeah, and I would say he's he's a handsome boy. He's in shape. Um, so like for some reason, pretty much every single boyfriend <laughs> I've ever had has been large, and nothing wrong with that. Like I'm not fat shaming whatsoever. I I'm. I'm thick myself. I like that. I think it's a good good way to be. Um, but like f- physiologically, I was with several obese people. Physiologically, <laughs> dropping that O word. So there was a time. I think we Jess and I lived together when we were uh, out of, fresh out of college. And I feel like you ran in with your laptop and you're like, guys, guys, you'll never believe this. And what was it? So, yeah. So I uh, there's instances where I tried to like, you know, guess get a little bit of fame or have my big moment. Yeah. And of course, I always watch True Life on, on MTV. I, I used to always 
watch like true life my father is a jedi knight like you know the classics was that an episode <laughs> yep I, I don't remember that one that was my favorite one <laughs> <laughs> well we gotta wa- rewatch that let's one. watch some, i gotta add that to my list some true life but so i saw this casting call because of course i was on this like local casting list or whatever and i had my weird headshots that you guys put all over the bar oh i put them all over the place i put them all over uh the driggs subway stop i was getting <laughs> you i was trying to get you you know some call Thank you. Um, So this gig was to be on the reality show, True Life, I'm Dating an Obese Person. No, it was True Life, I'm a Chubby Chaser. Oh. And was this a Craigslist? It was on Craigslist, right? I think it was a Craigslist Oh, the days of Craigslist. Yeah, that's how low we're stupid. It was a Craigslist ad. So I signed up. And it was like laughing. It was like, oh, whatever. Well, you were so excited. And then I was like, you you know, that's like an unpaid gig, right? Like you're going to be embarrassing yourself for no money. <laughs> like like calling out the guy I'm with and yeah. like in a really personal, weird if way. If I was the dude, I'd be like, blur my face, blur my body. <laughs> if anyone can identify me, I will sue everyone in this room. But the thing was, I got an email like calling me in. Like they were like, great. Like, Hi, Megan. So excited you reached out. We can't can't wait to have you on true life i'm a chubby you're like, chaser you're perfect for this like we can't wait to be on the phone with you <laughs> so i was like abort 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 yeah we had to tell her like no it's not no it's not worth it i couldn't and my family would be like what in the hell if they they'd probably go they're used to your antics they would go along at with this it. point yeah they would support it they'd watch the episode Ugh. it does remind me i think my favorite true life episode though is true life i'm obese because oh. me and my best friend, when it aired, we're watching it live while we were eating McFlurries. And we both had to like slowly put the ice cream down and be like, got a little too real in here. Like, I don't know if I can handle this. <laughs> slowly put the McFlurry yeah, down. Like, I don't know about I know. these I right now. I always like crush food watching my 600 pound life. But I mean, you got to. McFlurries bring me back to a memory of when we were. Uh, I don't know if it was the 2010 or 2011 Bonnaroo trip. I don't trip. think we need to be that specific. <laughs> back well, in the day. 2011, I was there. 2010, I was not. <laughs> oh, I think it was the first one. So if you can remember and that. So one. I was coming back on the 30 plus hour <laughs> caravan ride Yikes. after being in the Oof. 110 degree sun without a tarp. Yeah. And I fell asleep during every show. Um, <laughs> had the time of her life. I had a great time. <laughs> coming back. My friends and I decided in the, the cramped blue pickup truck we were in. Big we, Blue. Put some s- respect on his name. We swerved right over to Sonic and had a bunch of food, but we were already dehydrated and ooh, it did not sit well. We didn't get a McFlurry at Sonic, though. No, no, I'm heading there. <laughs> so we got Sonic. It did not feel good. And then I went back to my apartment where our friend Kada was just three inches away from me on her bed that was right next to my bed. That's a whole and other we, story. We were <laughs> ill, but we decided still, oh, do you want to get a McFlurry and watch Napoleon Dynamite? Yes. Yeah. So that's basically the story of my mid-20s. Oh, wow. <laughs> Early <laughs> to mid. In summation, that's how she functioned in her conclusion. life. Well, what I remember from that story is that I would always be like, hey, does anyone want to get Sonic? And everyone would scream at me that they were traumatized from eating it on that trip. And they would <laughs> we never, never had it again. Yeah, they would never get Sonic with me because they were like, I'm going to have green diarrhea and Ew. I don't want to <laughs> do it. <laughs> I'm going to absolutely explode. Yeah. Everyone was like, don't even say Sonic around me. I'm going to shart the second I hear it. <laughs> Oops, I sharted. Oh, here we go. Because <laughs> you suffered through this trauma. That reminds me of Long Came Polly. I sharted. Oh, my God. 
speaking of obscure movie quotes that you use in your everyday life. I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's another one that was gone too soon. Oh my God. Always coming in with this <laughs> sadness. It's so sad. Oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. No. We miss you. So, like the true Americans we are, we have to touch on the royals. Um, I, uh, to be honest, I'm not like a huge follower of the royals myself. Are you? Not really. Like, don't love them as a concept, but like, <laughs> Yeah, I know everything about them. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm, I'm like, like I a huge know fan. Every fact about, I do love me some Princess Die. Always. Well, I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, she's just she's a beauty. But yeah, obviously, Harry and Meghan, aka H and M. Which, like, I have only watched the first episode, so I don't have all the knowledge. But when you told me, like, oh, she calls him H, I thought it was just her. But then there's other people. Oh, they all do. Yeah, I'm like, oh, so they all call him H. H. All right. H and M, not the store. I would be like, please call me Every. (laughs) Every. Oh, no. And then she calls him something else, too, besides H. I don't know. They have some interesting nicknames. But, like, okay, so I have some neighbors that are actually... British and we were chatting about the show and they watched but um the husband was just so not into it he was like they're super disrespectful like the curtsy that was not cool and I I totally understand that if that's your culture for me personally like I probably I'm so I'm such an ignorant American I would have been doing the same thing like mocking the curtsy like why the hell do I have to do this yeah. So I kind of don't I blame just, her. I like, just don't have any respect for monarchies in 2022 either. <laughs> well, it's a bit outdated, yeah. to say the least. Like I get the everyone loves or I guess I, it's not even true. Like some people, a lot of people in the UK hate the royal family too. And I get it. It's like a huge tax burden. Like there's hoarding a bunch of jewels they stole from all over the world. Like it, they're hard to like. In this day and age. Yeah. And just like what I, I didn't watch the entire show, but um, some of it that I gathered was that (laughs) they're just so intense about making sure they have proper PR coverage at all times and that like they frame them in the right light. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's a bit much. It's like, you're not that interesting, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) To the the queen. (laughs) Listen, queen. (laughs) Listen, queen of England. We don't need to know. We don't need to know everything about you, but RIP. I'm also like, I feel like my my Irish heritage won't allow me to (laughs) let them rest in peace. So when are we having our trip to Ireland, to the homeland (laughs) together with our mommies? (laughs) (laughs) That put her in a coughing fit. I I died. I expired. (laughs) Um, Honestly, yeah, let's go at any time. I love Ireland. Take me to the Isles. Is it just one island? <laughs> Take me to the aisle. There you go. <laughs> Take me to the hills, the hilltops. Wait, what? <laughs> hills of Moor. What's it called? Cliffs. <laughs> Cliffs. <laughs> Delete that part. <laughs> no, I like that part. Cliffs. The Cliffs of Moor. So, let's see. Well, we didn't talk about, you know, it is the Christmas season. And if we don't mention the one and only Queen of Christmas, what are we really doing? Mariah. Oh, Delilah's back. (laughs) Delilah's back back as Mariah. I think Delilah should stop by every app. I think so, too. She can give us some free therapy like she always does. (laughs) Oh, I actually saw a clip of Mariah singing with her daughter. 
And I saw that too. It was she, cute. She was carrying a tune. And I guess that was therapeutic for her because I didn't know this shockingly in all of my history of Mariah that I guess Mariah's mom used to be really competitive with her singing wise. Oh. Yeah. Wasn't her mom an opera singer? I think maybe. Wow. Well, all I really know is that we need to sample Mariah's new liquor black Irish. <laughs> Wait, what is this? I think it's like her answer to Bailey's. So it's an Irish cream type of situation. Oh my God, I'm so excited. But we need a fact check. Yeah, and it's called Black Irish because you know she is Black Irish. Wow, (laughs) that's a hot combo and I'm excited to drink that all day. She's hot. And then I don't know if you've seen this too, but like she has Mariah's cookies, which... Oh, I did see that. Yeah, which I'm like, low-key this feels like a scam, but like, yeah, I'll buy them because whatever. Mariah, you need more money for Where can you purchase those? I think like, it's weird. They I think they have ghost kitchens all over the nation. <laughs> I looked it up once and it said like there was one 10 minutes away from me. So I don't know who or where they're making these cookies. 10 minutes away? Yeah, like they're at everywhere. At my house? I guess they're secretly everywhere. I don't know what Mariah's <laughs> it's doing. It's right outside my house. Are you making Mariah's cookies? I, it's me. <laughs> well, you could have told me and you could have prepared some for me to sample. So now I'm just Taste upset. my cookies. Taste my delicious With Mariah's milk. cookie. <laughs> wow, we. Well, yeah, I mean, I've obviously been blasting her song yeah. whenever I'm cooking. And I mean, we both loved her on Colbert, which I love that yeah. they just had like... She was trying to get deep. Some of them she was. <laughs> he, what, what were some of his questions? Like, what do you think about death or something? And she was like, is there death? Like, <laughs> she said something that, like that. Is that... I think you're confused. That was like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I felt like that was her. I don't... The only thing I wrote down is he asked her, what's her favorite sandwich? <laughs> Maybe I'm imagining the the depth. And she said chicken parm, so I was going to ask you, what's your favorite sandwich? (laughs) That's a really good question. (laughs) That's the best thing you've said the whole time. I was going to ask you about depth. Chicken parm. Um, Okay, favorite sandwich. Wow. This is a thinker. Mm. Because if there's one thing you love, it's a honker of a sandwich. I know my answer. Is it from D'Angelo's? No. (laughs) I had a D'Angelo phase, you guys. She used to get the lobster there. (laughs) Lobster rolls or tuner. No, but okay. For real, Thanksgiving sandwich. Like, give me a good... I'm I'm a masshole. Give me a good cranberry stuffing turkey on a nice thick bread. Pilgrim's pride. Pilgrim. Yeah, like that. I love that. But I also love a classic Italian... I love a chicken I cutlet. do love a classic Italian with everything. Hot. Is that your go-to? Everything. That's usually my go-to. Because like at Ooh. any like standard sandwich shop, you know you can get an Italian. So that's like a good one to have in your back pocket. So Jersey Mike's is something I've... <laughs> I'm only new to. Hot take. Never had Jersey Mike's in my life. I hadn't until Gabe, of course, found it. Because you know him. He my I married my hubby because he loves a good sandwich, pretty much. So um, when when there are there are a chain and there, it's something called Mike style, and it's basically like oil, vinegar, salt, pepper, like just like really classic. That's my go-to, like Italian Mike style. That's nice. So now you're a Jersey Mike's fan. <laughs> it's not bad if you just want like a quick How does it grinder. Com- compete with your beloved Subway or D'Angelo's? <laughs> Bway? Yeah, Bway. <laughs> oh my God. My brother was a sandwich artist for a bit. I think you've dated a few sandwich artists. <laughs> yeah, so. I sure did. <laughs> We're talking a lot about my dating history. Subway and Chunky. 
<laughs> the two. I mean, I was going to bring up the time that I was driving past our beloved Big Daddy's ah! pizzeria and saw you and your boyfriend at the time deep throating two giant subs <laughs> <laughs> in the window. That was an, like- icon- an iconic memory in my brain that I replay time and time again. I hope Big Daddy's is still open. I think everything's closing. Big Daddy's has to survive. If you ever go to Boston, specifically Alston, Lower Alston. <laughs> if you're ever hanging out near, near the Western new- Ave, <laughs> <laughs> where I used and to work. Will Smith Park, if they didn't rename it. Yeah, now the Harvard Business School's over there. Good luck to you, Harvard folks, because it's, it's an interesting neighborhood. I used to work at Stone Hearth Kitchen. Shout out. I would give Jess the meatballs um, for I a special treat. meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> I'd come home from my little cashier... <laughs> job at a pizza place to give her the special meatballs and even though we lived maybe a 10 minute walk away we were always getting it for delivery and there were a few occasions where i'm like and big daddies guys let's just walk we can walk there (laughs) well unfortunately we were usually hung over when we were ordering so nothing beats when um for the brief time we did live together one person brief well, I mean, yeah. we basically lived together for a decade, though. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> we were always over each other's um, when Whitney had ordered Big Daddy's. And then a few hours later, someone else in our house ordered Big Daddy. So the delivery guy who literally probably was the best trip of his whole life because he was five minutes down the road. If <laughs> so that, easy. Just kept coming back to our house and dropping more shit off. And we just looked like we were all close to death under blankets. Yeah. <laughs> but good times man surviving i love food i love pizza i love subs i was telling um some of gabe's family yesterday that yesterday that my all-time favorite foods are probably mm, not necessarily in order but tacos pizza cheeseburger chocolate this is like an eight-year-old boy's list of favorite (laughs) foods but they're the best (laughs) i feel like kevin McAllister just told me his favorite foods (laughs) cheese pizza oh i gotta watch home alone (laughs) by the way picture this everybody who's listening jess and i are currently surrounded by snacks we got an assortment surrounded we have two small (laughs) the world's smallest bowls we have nice little popcorn and we have peanut butter filled pretzels and lint truffles and as always i've brought a weird specialty beverage that has secret fiber hidden in it because so i'm a true elderly and i'm always trying to (laughs) chug fiber in any way i can so this brings us to our next segment hess express where hess will talk about what she has strong feelings about right now so hess which yeah Uh, Here we go. So as an elderly person, feeling real strong about um, drinks that secretly have fiber in them and low sugar. So I'm talking your Olipops for soda. I'm talking your Half Day for their peach diced tea. Chugging it on the regular. Now, is there a warning on most of these cans saying you can only have one a day? Yeah, there is. Mm -hmm. And it's because you're going to fill to the brim with hard gas and likely float away or die. I mean, that's the goal. You don't (laughs) chug fiber to not shit yourself on the regular. She's just trying to have a nice, smooth BM. And then the other thing, I mean, who isn't? And then the other thing I'm feeling real passionate about, it's an oldie but a goodie. Hey, everyone in the entire state of Massachusetts, why don't we use our fucking blinker when we want to go somewhere? <laughs> this is a tried and true. <laughs> this is when Memes loses her mind when I'm oh driving around in my car and I'm she got yelling some at road people. road rage. 
it's subdued and it's mostly just me going full <laughs> tri-state like i really tap into that new jersey new york energy new joy and i have to be like hey my guy use your <laughs> blinker <laughs> okay this is this is what you guys should be doing from this week and beyond saying my guy when you're angry adding my guy yeah, to my any guy. of your expletives because it's just making it like a little more endearing yeah. and it's oh. like you're mean but you're also a little nice about it and you have to like clench your my whole guy. body and be like my guy <laughs> needs to be like some weight behind it when you say it hey my guy hey my guy use a freaking blinker or pass me blinker. my favorite thing is hey my guy just pass me already <laughs> <laughs> so yeah when jess drives me around our a budding towns we uh is that even a f- goddamn word <laughs> i don't know you fucking went to school for broadcast journalism <laughs> you tell me. no i went to school for advertising babes well i'm sure some broadcast snuck in there <laughs> i had some journalism how courses come you were never on like i'm sure our college had a tv channel how come you were never oh, giving us the news one of the best classes should i just shout out bu woo <laughs> represent um yeah i had a tv production class and we got to be all the different roles in a um talk show so obviously loved that like my dream is to have a talk show but got to be director got to be camera person got to be the host like that was great so you're fully ready for to so i had some training honey oh wow collegiate training (laughs) college level training this is step one this podcast just you wait all right it's up to baby don't (laughs) (laughs) love i need like it's good though that you're around though because you give me like that ounce of like delusional optimism that i need (laughs) i'll pump you up any day i'll hype you up pump me up oh (laughs) i will pump you right up i don't even know what that means pump up the gym is that cc peniston no she's finally <laughs> you got me love the way i feel about you just can't be wrong if you only do the way i feel about you i just can't describe it oh no no <laughs> and that concludes our episode shout out cc uh Penis we always say ton. your name is Penis Ton. I know that's <laughs> probably not how it's pronounced, and it's so disrespectful, but I'm we sorry. We love you. Yeah, because the love for A you penis runs ton. real deep. Anytime I hear finally, I have to sing it that exact way. Oh, yeah. I booty drop immediately to that. Mm. Well, thanks for stopping by. Something's up. So this episode is in honor of one of our besties. She's our truly our one listener, Gibla. And she's about to have a Kiki. So this episode is for Kiki. For Kiki and Gibla, our first and only listener is about to give birth to our second listener. And we can't wait to meet them.